0: All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in to the latest episode of the off-air podcast. I'm Chris Thomas joined by the head. I'm Joe Mike Conti. Mike, what a start! I mean, what a start for Atlanta United. The hottest team in MLS, the hottest team in the city by far, given what uh The Hawks are going through right now. And one of the best stories, in my opinion, in the sports world going right now. The way that they've been able to bounce back and not only just bounce back, Mike, but you've obviously seen and called every minute of the action right here on sports radio 929. The game, I mean, they're doing it with flair. Yeah. It with style. They're doing it with electricity. Just how much fun has it been so far?
1: Yeah, uh, I I know people don't believe this. I have fun no matter what. I I love calling games. So whether it's a a five one win or a five one loss, I always have fun doing it. But to be honest, I mean it's more fun <laughs> when uh, they're playing well as opposed to the alternative. And and they're playing incredibly well right now. So, um, you know it it's I think I I got a question in the meeting today about. If if our teams are doing well, does it lead to an increase in listenership? And and believe it or not, it does. Like we, we've been able to to kind of measure that, especially with the Hawks when they were making their playoff run a couple of years ago, our numbers were off the charts. In 2018, when Atlanta United was making their run, our our numbers were were um, really really good. Uh, you know, attached to our Atlanta United programming. When the Falcons are good, we tend to do better during football season. So what I'm hoping is that a lot of people are getting interested because they're playing well and they're coming to us to hear more about it. Uh, We're always going to take the soccer content really, really seriously because we know a, a subset of our audience really demands it. We try very hard to provide. Um, as comprehensive soccer coverage as we can, which is why we have Jason doing a show on Monday night, which is why we we talk about Atlanta United on our shows. We consider them to be one of the four, you know, major teams in our market and, and we treat them as such in the way that we talk about them. And yeah, I mean, they're probably more interesting when they're doing well than when they're not. So um we're gonna try to ride this as much as we can but it's been from my perspective chris it's been a lot of fun being a part of it it's been a lot of goals to call i would kind of like a low scoring calm match so i don't lose my voice uh, because i feel <laughs> like i am been my voice a little bit these first couple of weeks but um i guess that's a good problem to have
0: all right so let's take a little deep dive here and peel back the curtain as you only can hear on the all fair podcast when Atlanta United does well, 92 9 the game's digital and podcast numbers exponent, and I mean exponentially yeah. by the tens, by the hundreds, by the thousands, go up and up and up. When Atlanta United does well, the interest from the fan base in the way that they consume digital content on our website, on our podcast pages, It, Mike, it is something that resonates in a way that I even, even when the Braves won the World Series and Georgia won national championship, you know, a good run for Atlanta United blows those things out of the water from a digital perspective. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why that is so acute
1: on the digital side. I mean, I know that. Digitally, we can kind of super serve the soccer audience, and um, maybe that's why. I mean, it, we have more time in the digital realm to to get really in the weeds and really into depth about it as opposed to like a 10-minute segment on Dukes and Bell. But right. you, you are absolutely right. I mean, it, we we definitely see that um, on the digital side. And I think, again, it's a real testament to Jason's hard work. Jason does a tremendous job. But I, we put all our soccer content there. Like, if you guys were to have Garth Loggerway on, on Dukes and Bell, you know, we would put it there. So I, I think the fact that we have a lot of subscribers, A, uh, and B, it's all kind of in one place and it's easy to find, uh, that that probably helps. Um, but you're right. Yeah, it it, it could also be possibly – Uh, You know, I don't know if we've done a a ton of research on this and if we have a a lot of data to back this up, but it does feel to me that maybe the soccer audience skews a little bit younger Mm -hmm. and as such, maybe it's an audience that consumes audio uh, more in the digital realm than over the air. But we even see it in our over the air terrestrial ratings too. I mean, when, when Atlanta United does well, we do see those pops for, for games and and for content. It's really cool. Working in a market, working in a city where people care as much about the soccer team as they do here.
0: Yeah, and the third piece of it to complete the puzzle here is the live in-game experience. There is nothing like an Atlanta United game when the crowd is going and the songs are going and the chants are going. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we've been first in attendance at almost every home game so far this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think in overall average attendance, that's true. Charlotte had a really good crowd for their first match that I think was slightly higher than what we got in Atlanta. Um, Charlotte, I think, now has the all-time single-match record. Don't quote me on that. But, yeah, I mean, if you look at the list of the the top 10 attended matches in Major League Soccer history, I want to say eight of them are in Atlanta. And Atlanta is going to lead the league in average attendance again this year this is look let's address the elephant in the room I, I know there are some people who feel like we overdo our soccer coverage you know I'd see some people say we force feed our audience soccer coverage I I just I can't square that thought with what I see on Saturday nights when there's 45,000 people in the stadium yep you know, that, that's that's a larger crowd than what the Braves get. That's that's a, a by a factor of three larger than what the Hawks
0: get. Um you, you know and, and by force feed you mean one or two segments a week. Out of... right. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs>
1: but, but, but listen, I mean I, I want to listen to our customers. You know, I listen to all the feedback, you know, whether I agree with it or not. Uh I feel like we achieve the balance, but there are some people out there who believe that one or two soccer segments one or two too many. I just – I don't know how you can disrespect um, a team and a sport in this city that's drawing like that. And these aren't speculative figures. I mean, these are real numbers that we see on weekends. So it's very much the same as, um, you you know, Georgia State, Georgia Tech football. Like, I'm not going to disrespect those teams I have attended those games, and I know how many people attend. There are tens of thousands of people uh, who listen to our radio station who are very, very interested and engaged with those programs, same as Atlanta United, same as the Braves. I mean, I'm sure there's probably listeners to our competition who believe they force-feed their audience Braves content. Well, you know, the Braves have a lot of interest. Uh, Just because you're not a Braves fan – doesn't mean that particular station is force-feeding content. So I take the same approach with Atlanta United. And look, we have the numbers to prove it. And you mentioned with the digital downloads, I've talked about our terrestrial ratings. We have an audience that demands the content. We're going to give it to them. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or
0: comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?